Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. How about betting on all the big games, all the big sports? Well, our friends at Bet Online, they can help you out, man. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports development in literally every single sport. Horse racing, MLB, you can actually put in some early bets for the NFL as well. Bet online. Get it done with Bet Online today. It's really simple and easy to sign up. All you have to do is head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, to get started. And you get the bonus, you get into the action, and you get on to Bet Online where the game starts. Celebrate your whale of a dad with a fudgy the whale ice cream cake from the locally owned and operated Carvel of North Syracuse. Everything at Carvel of North Syracuse is made fresh, so no matter what kind of treat or design your dad wants, they make it happen. Your dad deserves a tasty treat this Father's Day. Soft serve ice cream, milkshakes, sundaes, shakes, and more. America's favorite since 1934. Carvel. Open seven days a week. Brewerton Road in North Syracuse. Stop in today. Fudgy the whale is waiting for you. MyHotTub.com is a global leader in the hot tub industry with over 25 years of experience. Their hot tubs are built in the United States with the highest standards of quality control, an extensive warranty, and customer service representatives available seven days a week. They offer free shipping to your home with factory direct pricing and incredible financing plans. Visit online at MyHotTub.com or stop in Destiny USA today. MyHotTub.com. Whether online or in person, you better hurry because these spas won't last. What's going on, everybody? Paul Bissonette here from the Spit and Chicklets podcast and now the TNT broadcast. I just want to give everybody a shout out and make sure you tune in to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter back with you, brought to you by Burn Dairy, Bowers & Company CPAs, and our great friend Brian Conboy at Mass Mutual New York State. Get your tax-efficient retirement plan today with Brian at advisors.massmutual.com. want to throw a quick tip of the cap thank you as well out to Carvel of North Syracuse, myhottub.com, and Stanley Law Offices. Stanley Law Offices, together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. I want to get into something that really, really bothers me. And I know that, you know, some people who are, you know, who cheer for a big market team, big payroll team, whatever the case may be, uh, just equates to, you know, always there, always in contention or a World Series contender in Major League Baseball. They wouldn't think this way because they just want to stomp on everybody all the time. And look, I've been in media for a long time, sports media, okay? Um, I, you know have a pretty good, I think now handle on certain things. You know, I understand fan bases. I started as a fan too. When you get into the business, so you become more objective than subjective. Um, but the podcast world I found is a little bit more, you know, I don't know, a little bit more magnetic, let's say to be a fan than is talk radio. Now look, some guys are complete homers while they're on the air. I don't subscribe to that. Um, some people do it a little bit that way, but they do it in such a good way, you know, that it doesn't come across that way. And the guy I think of number one is Rich Eisen with his love of Michigan. Um, unless it's the Boston Red Sox as a Yankee fan, I don't really have any team that I want. Well, maybe the Mets, 
but you know want to just completely and utterly be awful for the law for, for forever right I, I don't I mean it uh, hockey it's probably Flyers Bruins stars going back to 99 because I'm a Sabres guy Bills it's going to be always the Patriots right Patriots Jets Dolphins um you know but for baseball it, it probably Red Sox you know they could be horrible forever um and I'd be very happy um you know and 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 probably the Mets but like everybody else eh, whatever you know there's there's no main budding rival there there's no old rival there two teams I am sick and tired of watching lose and be in rebuild mode are the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Baltimore Orioles. These two teams right now are an embarrassment to baseball. They're an embarrassment. And let me quickly say this before I get into why these teams are similar, not only right now, but historically. Um, Listen, I'm not saying that it's 100% fair with the way the economics of baseball are. You have teams like the Angels who spend Anthony Rendon, Mike Trout, Shohei Otani. You have the Yankees. You have the Dodgers. You have big markets. Steve Cohen now owns the Mets. I mean, he's worth more, you know, than any owner in Major League Baseball right now. You have big spending teams. You've had big spenders in the past, even medium markets like the Detroit Tigers going out and getting Jordan Zimmerman, going out and getting Miguel Cabrera. You know, um, you know the Astros have spent a bunch of money uh, in, in their time. Um, there are teams that have spent, the Phillies have just cashed a ton, I mean, a ton of money to players. Bryce Harper, JT Ralmuto, you know, uh, they gave Aaron Nola the big deal, right? I mean, they brought in so many different guys. So it's not an a hundred percent fairness thing that the economics are this way, because then on the other side, you do have the Rays and the Pirates and the Orioles and the, oh wait, oh, oh wait, whoa, 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 let me stop. The Rays have figured out a way. And if they can do it, everybody else can too. And on top of that, the biggest disgrace of why the Pirates and the Orioles, I mean, folks, they don't even sniff. I mean, you want to talk about sniffing playoffs. They don't even sniff in some cases. I mean, Baltimore, as I record this, you know, they're actually playing fairly well for them. But, you know, when you lose 100, 110 games, you know, you don't, you don't even sniff like, you're not even sniffing 500. You're not even sniffing 10 games below 500. That's how bad these teams are. And it drives me crazy. There's no excuse for it because they do get revenue sharing. I mean, for as much as everybody wants to complain, well, it's not the NFL. Major League Baseball, folks, wake up. They haven't had a repeat World Series winner since 2000 when the New York Yankees won three in a row. Okay? We've had different winners. Basically, all the time, the last 20 plus years. Haven't had that in the NFL. We've had the Patriots dynasty the last 20 plus years. They won six Super Bowls. Ain't nobody doing that the last 20 plus years in baseball, right? I mean, the Red Sox have the most titles since 2000, since that, you know, repeat, but they've done it in different years with complete tank jobs and firing management and uh, front office stuff, problems, and, you know, uh, going through many rebuilds I mean, in between titles. These two teams, the Pirates and the Orioles, are dreadful, and it's embarrassing. They have enough money. They're getting revenue sharing. They can be competitive. They're just absolutely stupid, and they're poorly run, and it's sad. It's sad as hell because they're both trademark proud franchises in the history of baseball. We're dealing with the Pittsburgh Pirates right now. 
a team that if you go back, the We Are Family Pirates, Roberto Clemente, Willie Stargell, in the 90s, Barry Bonds, Andy Van Slyke, they have five World Series titles in, in history. Not many people can, can say that. They have nine NL pennants. Stunningly enough, they don't have any Central Division. T- oh, well, they have them in the East. They have nine East Division titles. They have three wildcard bursts. We're dealing with a major historical team here. It's one of the oldest teams in the history of baseball, in the history of sports. Okay? They are a trademark proud team. Great logo, great fan base, awesome city, impeccable ballpark. Okay? Bill Mazarowski home run in 1960, right? Beating the Yankees in seven games. Unbelievable. Honus Wagner, right? Come on, man. Like, they were in the first modern World Series ever played. Okay? We're talking about, you know, Pie Trainer. You know? We're talking about Ralph Kiner. We're talking about Branch Rickey, who was brought to rebuild the team after his days with the Dodgers, where he made baseball history in terms of signing Jackie Robinson to integrate the game. Okay? He built the farm system in L.A. He built the farm system in Pittsburgh, and they were off and running. The historical games at Three Rivers Stadium. Oh, by the way, in 1971, brand new Three Rivers Stadium, the Pirates beat the favorite Orioles. Find Steve Blass pitching and Clemente's hitting. Okay? The Pirates, okay, even after Clemente's death in 72, they were one of the dominant teams of the decade. Okay? They won the new, uh, the newly created NL East. If you remember, 70, 71, 72, 74, 75, 79. They were in it all the time. And they had Dave Parker. They had Al Oliver. They had Willie Stargell, the lumber company. Okay? The We Are Family group. Okay? This is a team that, you know, came back from a 3-1 deficit to again beat the Orioles in the 79 World Series. These two teams, Orioles and Pirates, have clashed in the Fall Classic. It is absolutely embarrassing what is going on. And PNC Park, oh my God, that place is unbelievable. You've got the rivers and the bridges. It's impeccable. It's an impeccable, spectacular diamond of a ballpark. It's incredible. Nobody goes because they suck. And it's so frustrating because I, listen, I'm a diehard Yankee fan. I have been, always will be. But I also understand the game and love the game so much that I want the trademark franchises, again, as long as it's not the Red Sox, but the Pirates and the Orioles, I want these teams to be good. There's more history there than the Arizona Diamondbacks. You know, like the Arizona Diamondbacks are really, really bad or the Texas Rangers are really, really bad. Like, I don't care. I don't care. Cleveland Indians team I care about a lot too, but now that's over because they went cancel culture and woke and canceled off the name Indians and basically threw away, you know, 115, 20 years of history. And now they're called the freaking guardians. So I root against them all the time. And I will never set foot in that ballpark ever again. Um, because they changed that name. It is absolutely irresponsible. Listen, the pirates have an incredible history. Okay. Incredible history. It's not the Arizona Diamondbacks. Okay. It's not. It's not the Texas Rangers, okay? It's not. It's not. It's just not. It's not the Miami Marlins, despite the fact that they have two World Series in the history of their franchise. It's just not. 
Coming up next, I'm going to talk about the Orioles and their dreadful ways. But before we do that, I have a quick message from a couple of our ML Sports Platter supporters. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. All right, let's talk about the Orioles, okay? Another trademark franchise, a disgrace to Major League Baseball. A disgrace. They are absolutely horrible. How many how many years are we going to go through the Baltimore Orioles rebuild? Seriously. How long are we going to do this? Five more years? Ten more years? I mean, they've been rebuilding forever. <laughs> and... It's just pathetic. And they're very similar to, you know, the Pittsburgh Pirates in terms of being a trademark franchise, having a lot of history. You know, I mean, you know, the original Orioles became the New York Yankees. Um, you know, this is a team that the modern Orioles have been around since 1954. You know, um, St. Louis Browns before that. Became the Orioles. Uh, stunningly enough, they were the Milwaukee Brewers in 1901. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just, they, they've, they've got an incredible gem of a ballpark in Camden Yards. They have three World Series titles in 66, 70, and 83. They won seven American League pennants. Okay, even for the most recent dreadful times of the Pirates and the Orioles, they still have titles and pennants more than so many other teams in Major League Baseball. I mean, without even looking, I could rattle off, you know, five, eight, ten teams who don't even have the overall success like these two teams. It's because there's history there. They've been around forever. You know, they've had amazing players. I mentioned Dave Parker, Willie Stargell, Roberto Clemente. Well, how about the Orioles, for crying out loud? My God! Kel Ripken Jr., Eddie Murray, you know... Jim Palmer, Brooks Robinson, manager Earl Weaver, Eddie Murray, Rafael Palmero. I mean, this is an embarrassment that they're this bad. They won nine AL East Division titles as well. Three wildcard bursts. Peter Angelos, the Angelos family, they have run this team into the ground. Absolute disgrace. There was some hope back in that 2012. Remember, they got swept by the Yankees in that ALDS. 2014, they won the AL East. You're like, oh, that was eight years ago. They've been rebuilding basically ever since. It is absolutely, positively a joke. This is a team, by the way, uh, that was uh, uh, an absolute juggernaut in the 60s and 70s. I mean, a juggernaut. Absolute freaking juggernaut. And if you go back to the St. Louis Browns, Okay. In the 1920s, they had Hall of Fame first baseman George Sisler. Okay. Now they declined from there. They weren't getting, you know, ticket uh, sales and all the rest. Um, and gate receipts, you know, 
as playing success and gate receipts instead went increasingly to the Browns' own tenants at Sportsman Park. Um, you know, the, the fortunes just were declining because because of that. Um, and you know what? They had to compete with the Cardinals, right, who became perennial contenders, right, in the 20s. Organizational innovations, Branch Rickey, there he is again, Branch Rickey, developing the farm system, etc. Um, but the Browns, you know, the St. Louis Browns are still a a very you know, important part of baseball history in 1953. Think about that. The Browns weren't able to afford even basic stadium upkeep. I mean, the place was freaking crashing down and they were facing, you know, condemnation of the park by safety inspectors. It was Bill Veck. If you read the Bill Veck bio, it's a great book. Okay. Owner Bill Veck sold Sportsman's Park to the Cardinals and attempted to move the club back to Milwaukee, but this was vetoed by the other American League owners. And then Veck sold his franchise to a partnership of Baltimore businessmen. Because Vec was unpopular with fellow American League owners, his leaving baseball was a condition for the AL owners to approve the move. Why didn't they like Bill Vec? Because he was an innovator. Bill Vec put together a ton of stuff in the 40s. He was a spark plug for the Cleveland Indians. Okay, he did great work with the Chicago White Sox. Bill Vec was is 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 a legendary executive in baseball history. He was a part of the St. Louis Browns. He was a part of getting the Browns to Baltimore. Okay. The Baltimore Orioles, from then, took them a little while to get going. But then in the 60s, in the 70s, they were a juggernaut. Okay? An absolute juggernaut. And from 66 to 83, that was the that was the huge window. Oh, by the way, Frank Robinson played for the Baltimore Orioles as well. Okay? The most underrated baseball player in history for my money. Him and Stan Musial are. If it's possible to be in the Hall of Fame to be underrated, those two guys are. From 1966 to 1983, the Orioles became literally the envy of the league. They were the winningest team in baseball. 66 to 83 is a long stretch, okay? That's 17 years. You had three different Orioles named MVP, Frank Robinson in 66, Boog Powell in 70, and Cal Ripken Jr. in 83. Four Oriole pitchers combined for six Cy Young Awards. Mike Cuellar in 1969, Jim Palmer in 73, 75, and 76, Mike Flanagan in 79, Steve Stone in 1980, and three players were named Rookie of the Year. Al Bunbury in 73, Eddie Murray in 77, Cal Ripken Jr. in 1982. Okay? Earl Weaver, all that success, the way they played, hard-nosed team, but yet they had superstars. And then Camden Yards completely changes Major League Baseball as the new modern-day stadium, combining modern amenities, you know, with the old school feel, old school look of a ballpark. They build the gorgeous uh, warehouse, Utah Street and all the rest. I've been to Camden a million times. I freaking love it. I love the place. Every single seat is a great seat. Awesome food, Boog's Barbecue, Utah Street. Orioles have an awesome fan base. You can go to the Babe Ruth Museum next door, okay? Like, Baltimore... Baseball is a big freaking thing. It's a huge deal. It's a trademark franchise. And the fact that they're down, it's so ridiculous. It's embarrassing to Major League Baseball. There's no reason for it. And oh, by the way, the Angeloses are loaded. They have so much money. It's incredible how much money this team has. Incredible. So you can't use the financial part of it. In Camden Yards, Oriole Park at Camden Yards, instant success. 
retro design major league ballparks within the next two decades. Think about all the parks that came up. I just mentioned PNC Park. Look at Petco Park in San Diego. Look at the new park now in Texas, the te- you know, ballpark in Arlington before that. You know, look at the retro stuff. Look at City Field. City Field is 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 a literally a carbon copy. How can we pick stuff from Camden Yards ballpark? You know, they wanted to obviously implement some Ebbets Field, some polo grounds, New York National League Baseball. I get it. But like Oriole Park at Camden Yards started all this. They had a 93 All-Star game. Cal Ripken's streak, right? 21-31, breaking the Iron Horse Lou Gehrig happened at Camden Yards. Orioles uniform. There's so much history. There's so much freaking stuff. Trademark success. The 90s teams were pretty good too. I mean, good grief. They went to, I mean, they had some battles with the New York Yankees that I remember. I mean, the Yankees had to oust them in the postseason a million times. They had good teams. You know, they had David Wells, Sandy Myers, BJ Surhoff, Roberto Alomar, Davey Johnson, Mike Mussina. You know, they had really good players. You know, think about 97. They went wire to wire, first place, winning the AL East. You know, they lost to the Indians in, in the ALCS, but, um, you know, I, I just, it's, 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 it, it kills me. It kills me that the Pirates and the Orioles are not good. And you know what? It isn't even that they're not good. It's that they're, they're so damn bad. They're in the cellar. They're so far away. You know, they're so far away. Why would anyone go to, why could, why is anybody not going to these games? Obviously they suck, but they don't even have, like, look at the Angels. The Angels have superstars. They have, when he's healthy, the best player in the game in Mike Trout. They have the most fascinating player we've seen since Babe Ruth and Shohei Otani. I mean, the guy can pitch six innings and go out and get two hits. I mean, he's a marvel. He's an absolute unicorn. The Angels miss the postseason all the time. We got to get those guys into the playoffs. I mean, that's how you build legacies, and that's how you build popularity, and that's how you build and become a face and and and, and a legendary figure in the game of baseball. Derek, see Derek Cheater, see Mickey Mantle. You know, I mean, when TV was becoming of age and all the rest, and the home run derby and all that stuff, Mickey Mantle was at the forefront. Mickey Mantle was a boyhood hero, a legend from Commerce, Oklahoma, right? Hits the big leagues as a teenager. Gets sent down to the minor leagues. Fights adversity. Talks to his dad. Wants to quit. His dad basically boots him in the ass. He goes back to the big leagues. Ba boom. Greatest switch hitter of all time. One of the greatest Yankees of all time. Mount Rushmore type of player for the Yankees. And and you could argue for baseball. Right? Like, they don't have any of those type of players um, on the Orioles or the Pirates right now. You know? They don't. And even if the Mets were not owned by Cohen and not, you know, as successful as they are at least this year in 2022 the New York Mets have Pete Alonso like there's at least one player to go watch and have interest in nobody on these teams I mean with no disrespect to like young players you know Key Brian Hayes and Adley Rutschman and all that they're not Aaron Judge Bryce Harper Manny Machado Mike Trout Shohei Otani Vlad Guerrero Jr. come on man I mean like Mookie Betts it's pathetic. I want the Orioles and the Pirates to be really, really good. I do. But it's not going to happen anytime soon. 
And you know what? I'd like the Orioles to be really, really good, but obviously not better than the Yankees. But, you know, another another contender there, you know? Absolutely embarrassing. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our great friends over at the Al and Angus Pub. If you're in and around Central New York, get on over to the Al and Angus Pub. For the best darn Angus burger in town, sandwiches, wraps, you name it, great entrees, try the toasted ravioli appetizer. And oh, by the way, the beers are awesome on tap, in the bottle, and in the can at the Al and Angus Pub. Tip of the cap, thank you as well to your state farm agent, Matt Graham, Prestwick Golf, Liverpool Physical Therapy, the Vince Aguera Consulting Group, and Carvel of North Syracuse. If you're in and around Central New York, go stop by and get that ice cream cake for any occasion. Carvel of North Syracuse is the official ice cream house of the ML Sports Platter. Thanks for listening. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel, Mike L Sports. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Darian Deli. It's all good. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.